Welcome to another episode of Auto Service World Conversations. I'm Alan Jansen, editor of Cars Magazine and Jobber News. This is a podcast that brings you new ideas, comments, and concerns about the automotive repair and service industry, sponsored by SiriusXM Canada. SiriusXM is making it possible for you to offer your customers three months of free satellite radio. It's kind of a unique way to say thanks for having your car serviced here. Go to SiriusXM.ca slash for shops for details. Today I'm speaking with Nu Nguyen. She's a certified Porsche technician, and she's also working hard to change the image of the auto repair and service industry as male-dominated. She's made it her goal to encourage and accelerate women's roles in the field. She does this on social media. She's very active on Instagram, and also with a new partnership she has with eBay Canada. eBay considers her an auto expert and a tastemaker, and she has identified some interesting and unique auto parts and accessories to promote. I wanted to talk to her about her experience as a woman working in the auto industry and how she seeks to encourage and inspire more women to enter a career in this sector. Hello. Hello. Is that、uh, new? Hi, Alan. Sorry, I was trying to connect you to my Bluetooth, but it's acting up. How are you? <laughs> I'm very well. Thank you for asking.、Um, boy, this is a, a, a great topic, and you seem to be doing something very interesting with your career. Thank you. Thank you very much for for giving me this opportunity. I really appreciate it. Not at all. Let me start by asking, what drew you to the auto repair industry? You you've had careers in a lot of other fields, including administration and teaching and cooking. This seems like a real radical departure from those professions.、Uh, it's funny you should mention that. Actually, it is that those professions were a radical departure from what I originally wanted to do, leaving high school. Oh. But. I didn't fathom how far I could take it, and、uh, it wasn't、uh, encouraged, let's say. So I didn't pursue、uh, becoming a mechanic. I tried all these other professions, and when I realized I had been working a number of different jobs, and the last one I was at an office managing back orders for a chemical distribution company, and I just wasn't happy, wasn't fulfilled. I decided to take a leap and. Found a shop to take me in, teach me, and I've been doing it since, loving it since. So you had a an inkling that you might be good at mechanics. What made you think you might be good at mechanics? I was. I've always been mechanically inclined. My favorite anecdote is when I was seven, I partially took apart a typewriter and put it back together in working order. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> Uh, so you had a mechanical leaning,、um, but it wasn't really encouraged for you to pursue that as a career. Exactly, exactly, and I didn't. I really didn't understand how far I could take it, and I didn't have the discipline leaving high school either、mm. to really、uh, to really stick to it and and、um, and persevere. Do you find that、uh, auto repair takes a lot of personal discipline? To succeed in in anything, I think it takes a lot of discipline,、um, and I think I, I I do believe I lacked that when I was younger. So you went into other professions, and then you said someone took you in to help you learn the ropes. And I guess you you took an apprenticeship. Is that right? Yes, I think it was about six months into the trade. I registered as the apprentice in 2013, and 2015 I was licensed. Okay. Now, who took you in? Was it, it wasn't a Porsche dealership, was it? No, the first shop that took me in was a small independent shop in Mississauga. Okay. And you obviously found that you enjoyed the job. I loved the job. <laughs> I loved the job from the get-go, and then I think about a, a year and a half in, a brand new Porsche dealership was opening up. I got an interview, and、uh, I did well. I fared well, and I was there for almost seven years. Wow! So you were still an apprentice when you joined Porsche. 
Yes, they. I think they liked the fact that I was malleable, being so new to the industry, right? And that they could train me uh, with the Porsche mindset. Now, working for Porsche sounds like a dream job for a lot of technicians. It was beyond even my dreams. I was really lucky to get that interview and to land the job. Definitely. Mm-hmm. You said they wanted you to do it the Porsche way. Did you have to go away to their training facilities and get the basics? They do have Porsche-specific training. A lot, Most of the training was on the job, but for product-specific uh, knowledge, they do send you for training. And then I'm also Porsche Classic certified, and that is all uh, off-site training. Okay, and classic meaning vehicles that are less often seen on the roads, they're more collectors? Exactly, the air-cooled Porsches. Mm-hmm. So, also, along with Porsche, you got involved in uh, the GT3 Cup Challenge and the Porsche Ice Experience. How did that all happen? Uh, working with, or working at the dealership and as an apprentice at the time, they partnered with a race team from the U.S. Mm-hmm. And being that I was an apprentice, I was sent off to do track days. And then when they had the races during the weekends, I just tagged along and started helping out. And that was a lot of fun as well. As for the Porsche Ice experience, it's paid work, but you put your name forward to be selected or picked to work the program. And I did that for, I think, four or five years. What kind of things did you do? I was the tech support on site. The program is held close to Tremblant in north of Montreal. And they have the Porsches in a warehouse with a shop and just in case something happens. I mean, people are sliding sideways on ice and snow. So things tend to happen. So they just need someone on site to look after the cars hmm. during the program. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So you're not what most people would think of as the typical auto repair technician. Now, let me ask you, what what is the biggest challenge you face in, in such a male-dominated industry? Perception, I think. On the job, I've had an incredible amount of support. I think for the most part, it is people looking in that... I wouldn't say second guess, but have reservations because of preconceived notions or stigma or whatever. But it hasn't been terrible for me. I've, I've had a lot of support, which I'm, I'm extremely grateful for. So every once in a while, people just assume because you're a woman, you may not be able to do the work. Exactly. Either I don't know about a car, which clearly is not the case, or I don't have the strength, but you just have to work smart. Yeah. I know that the automotive aftermarket has lately been really trying to address its lack of diversity particularly with respect to attracting more women. Have you noticed the balance uh, shifting in recent years or the industry becoming more friendly to women in the workplace? I absolutely have. I share a lot of my work on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And through Instagram, I found countless women also in the trade from auto mechanics to body to welding. Uh, And I, I, I believe that it's through Instagram that's, that I've networked. We have this visibility that we didn't have before. Mm-hmm. I saw some of the pictures of you with Bogey and, and other women who get together and talk automotive. Uh, that must be a very refreshing for you to be able to get together and, and meet with other women. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. I didn't realize how alone I felt until I found all these other women. And it's, it's an instant feeling of belonging. Mm. that I'm not the only one going through these same struggles. I did an interview with Femcanic Garage, and I, when I listened to her podcast and the other women sharing these exact same stories and frustrations, it was a relief almost to know that I wasn't the only one. It's wonderful. Mm. And it's very nice to hear that the industry is becoming more accepting, getting a little better. I know we have a long way to go, but at least we're on the right path. 
Absolutely. I think I think as a woman, but also as a minority, we are a largely untapped resource to fill the shortage of all skilled trades. Hmm. So not just automotive, but in other fields as well, why don't we hire more women and particularly women of different minority backgrounds? Absolutely. I feel like women and minorities in general, uh, we do tend to be overlooked or not so much encouraged to join the skilled trades. Hmm. And I mean, if, if you're facing a shortage, you're doing yourself a disadvantage if you're not opening yourself up to the entire pool. Now, I saw that you're very active on social media and particularly Instagram. And most recently, you got involved with eBay. Can you tell me a little bit about that partnership? Definitely. That was very exciting. Uh, eBay is celebrating 25 years in Canada this year. And to celebrate that, they've created a shoppable hub called eBay Edits. And they partnered with myself and a few other tastemakers across Canada. Mm-hmm. We scoured eBay and selected items that we think are great finds or really helpful for, I mean, for myself. I found great tools, great parts, and especially for myself because I do a lot of classic restoration. These parts aren't available new anymore. They're not produced anymore. So eBay has been a fantastic resource for finding these items that otherwise would not be available. So you and these other tastemakers are identifying finds and highlighting them for other people to to find as well. Exactly. It's uh, showing people the ease of using eBay and just what a great resource it is. Uh, I love being able to support Canadian businesses, which they do as well. You can search specifically for Canadian sellers, and it's just a really great feeling to be able to support Canada and Canadian businesses. Where can we learn more about your partnership with eBay? Okay, eBay is celebrating the 25 years with their shoppable hub, which can be found on ebay.ca slash ebay edits. eBay edits. Mm-hmm. Very good. Now, your career as a, a technician, you've been doing it since 2015. So, you know, you're still in your first decade of the career. Do you have aspirations to climb any ladder to own your own shop or to own your own dealership? <laughs> I get asked that all the time. I do intend to stay within the trade for as long as I can, but I have no desire to own my own shop. I want to turn a wrench, not run a business. Okay. Very interesting. And and um, I have to ask, do you own a Porsche now? <laughs> I would love to own a Porsche, but I do not. I'm, I'm a huge fan of the air-cooled Porsches, and they're just incredibly expensive at this point. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what would be your ideal car to own from Porsche? Um, living in Canada... Weather plays a big role in the type of car that I would pick. I think in the summertime, I would pick an air-cooled, something like a 964, even something older. But uh, in the wintertime, i definitely go for an all-wheel drive 997, I would say, only because the 991s are even more expensive. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Well, technicians are making more and more money all the time, so uh, I don't see why you shouldn't be able to buy one in in a few years. (laughs) I hope so. I hope so. (laughs) Well, thanks very much for speaking with me and for joining us. No, thank you very much for the opportunity. I had a great time speaking with you. Good. Okay. Talk to you later. Thanks, Alan. Have a nice weekend. You too. Bye. Bye. Well, that's it for another episode of Auto Service World Conversations. I'd like to hear what you think about this conversation, and if you have a point of view that you'd like to share with the industry, let me know. You could be a guest on an upcoming podcast. Just drop me a note at alan at newcom.ca. You can subscribe to Auto Service World Conversations on Apple Podcasts, 
or simply visit autoserviceworld.com every Monday morning to hear another conversation. As always, I want to thank SiriusXM Canada for sponsoring and you for listening. I'm Alan Jansen. See you next time.